0: Welcome back to another episode of A Billion People, One Emotion. Your one place for knowledge on Indian cricket. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of A Billion People, One Emotion. And we'll be looking over the India-New Zealand test series. Um, Well, it started off with the first test at Kanpur, where India scored 345 in the first innings. Um, In reply, New Zealand scored uh, 296. Um, India came back strong with a 234 for seven, and New Zealand 165 for nine managed to draw the Test match. Um, well, this was a it was a test of ups and downs. Um, India lost their India lost their top four quite early. Um, Shreyas Iyer, uh, Ravindra Jadeja this type a partnership, and with help from Umesh and Ashwin, India got to a respectable total. Um, New Zealand looked like they were cruising at 151 for no loss, but then, um, well, after um, 214 for two, it all went quickly uh, tumbling down um, to 258 for seven. Um, India came back strong with some uh, class cricket to get 234 and set a, well, uh, ungettable total. Um, And New Zealand, who looked like they could... Who, who, who basically looked like they were playing for a draw with Lathams 52 of 146 and Williamsons 24 of 1, 112 um they well, they looked like they could the, it was going to be a draw as a result but the Indian bowlers Indian spinners came back got four or five quick wickets in succession and well the Indian duo of Rachid, Ravindra and Ajas Patel watched the game out for New Zealand. So well that's the first test in uh, well a nutshell um, so let's talk about um well let's start with Ayer's debut. Uh Rehan.
1: I mean, I mean, obviously, like we have to start by talking that uh like this was supposed to be uh, Hanuma Vihari's test, but obviously they sent him to South Africa, uh, which well is a controversial decision, but well, Ayer took full advantage of his opportunity, and I thought he played like very, very well. Um Like, obviously, he got 100, he got man of the match. But um, if you actually, like, look at his wagon wheel, he scored almost, like, all around the place. And he he had, like, an 87% control rate. So, like, it was a very confident innings, especially on, uh, like, for his debut test match. And, like, that 80%, uh, 87% control was, like, higher than anyone's. Like, even even Tom Latham's 95, uh, it, it was even higher than that. So he, he was easily the best batsman, uh, playing.
0: Oh uh, yeah, I think, I think it was, it was
2: great. Uh, I mean, Rehan already mentioned most of the things about Hanuma Vihari. Actually, like one more thing that also uh, was interesting is, um, uh, it's interesting to see Ayer uh, play for India, uh, after, after, uh, obviously he wasn't in the world cup T 20 squad, which is a bit harsh. Uh, so that, that was a bit harsh on his international career. And now he he's, uh, he's gotten this opportunity and he's uh, definitely utilized it I don't there's, I don't think there's much more to say they aren't covered. It. He just played brilliantly and he played, he was India's top scorer, uh, in both, in both, uh, the innings of the first test. So yeah, I think it's a great addition to the team.
0: I think one very important thing to note, I'm going to say this still, well, like I die or something like that, because, um, it's again players coming into the Indian side and performing and standing up for the team, putting their hand up. We saw this with Chadal Thakur, Washington Sundar. We've seen it, like, way in the past with, um, like, many players, like, even, like, say, someone like Jayant Yadav all the way back or even someone like uh, Karan Nair. Um, whether it was anybody who comes in, they stand up there and they perform for their country and they, they get the job done, no matter who it is. And what prepares them for this is, well… Ayer has an amazing domestic um record. And it's it's what has prepared him for this, these kind of situations where his team is in the trouble, where his team is um reeling at what was it, um 145 for four, um, or like one 106 for three. He has come into touch situations and he's taken the game to a point where India can you know, win. And this is something that many sides in the world don't have. They don't have players who can step up. Taking an example from New Zealand as well, um, in their second innings, just like you had just con, you had like just con minor contributions. But, but even when like people, he had people who couldn't stay at the crease, like Ross Taylor hit two from 24 in whatever uh, innings he played, um, Blundell hit two from 38. Like, you didn't have players who were stepping up even to take you to a draw, which is, like, uh, uh, is a high embarrassing state of play. And it wasn't as if the pitch was, you know, moving left, right, center. In the end, you needed Ratchi and Ajaz Patel to bail you out when you were in a situation where you should not have needed much bailing out, right? So, let's talk about um, New Zealand's bowling here. Um, we saw Saudi get, like, a 5-5. The first innings. beautiful bowling from him. Jameson troubled the bats in the first innings. Well, Kanpur it was; a, um, it, it had something in it for the pacers, and we saw good control from William Somerville. But we saw Ajaz Patel being all over the place, um, and like giving us a high economy rate. Eh? But Jameson and Saudi were fabulous in the test. Dude, like actually, like
1: Jameson and Saudi like exceeded my expectations because obviously Jameson's never uh, played in uh, in subcontinent conditions before and like there were questions about whether he could uh, produce like the kind of results he did uh, overseas uh, like his home conditions uh, compared to like our conditions and obviously he showed that uh, he can and like he truly belongs in every playing uh, 11 that New Zealand uh, select anywhere in the world and Tim Saudi like w- we shouldn't Be surprised at this by now, but like somehow we always are. I mean, he's just a world-class test bowler. Uh, he's one of the best in the world right now. I think he's in like the top ten. Uh, in the ICC rankings also, and like he just bowled fantastic. Uh, like a five for on in for a pacer in Indian conditions, not bad. But like again, this also shows uh New Zealand's trouble with selection because. I mean, ideally, Wagner should have played this test.
2: Yeah, Jamieson. Uh, I was also wondering about how Jamieson would play, but I, 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 I didn't expect him to do too badly. I'm a big fan of Jamieson. Saudi, I didn't expect him to bowl as well as he did. The five wickets was, as Om said, it was it was brilliant. And um, Ajax Patel, I don't. He didn't really do much. I mean, obviously, he got three wickets. He got three wickets, three wickets across the test, but they weren't like very crucial wickets. I mean, obviously, Ashwin was playing well, he was at a 38 a strong innings at the end of, uh, of India's, uh, first inning, but, um, with regard, he didn't get any top order batsmen, even in the second innings where he got a wicket, he got, uh, I think it was Ajinkya Rahane, who, who, uh, as we all know, is not at the, not at the peak of his form right now. Um, but, you know, uh, allegedly things do turn around for Ajaz Patel, a bit of foreshadowing. So, uh, yeah, with, I think that's pretty much it with regard to the bowling. Um, uh, and, uh, yeah, Ajaz Patel wasn't very solid here, but I think Jamieson and Saudi did a great job.
0: I mean, I think the only reason India um, failed to win this match was, well, it, it, it wasn't bad bowling. Ajaz and Ravindra did a good job at the end, but, like, it was a fading light. Um, If light I- if light had persisted, like, across the days, then uh, we could have had a definitive result. Um, Well, there were two things... That I didn't particularly enjoy about this test, the first was um, that of course New Zealand weren't playing for the win. We like saw that from the start; they weren't playing for the win. They didn't even try. Um, the the reason the, the the reason that India has been so successful is of the attitude of Virat Kohli is like you always go for the win, no matter what the stakes are. You go for the win and. We, we see is this taking pay um payoff? It's paid off in twenty eighteen. It's paid off um, against Australia. It's it's paid off against all sides, and we see um his template of that kind of sport coming in to the Indian team. But New Zealand just dipped on that front, even though they could have tried. Might not have been successful, but you know you never know with the caliber of the uh, with good batsmen that they have. Okay, so. The second thing I didn't like was New Zealand's spin-bowling attack. I mean, it, it, it wasn't quality spin-bowling. It wasn't spin-bowling of, well, any class. It was... You'll get, you get spinners better than these in Karnataka's domestic side or Tamil Nadu's domestic side with absolute ease. And they didn't double the Indian batsmen. I mean, Somerville, Somerville just bowled in the right places. He didn't really look like he was going to get any wickets. Um think Ravindra was just there part-time and Ajas Patel, even though he got like a few wickets, he he didn't he didn't seem effective. If if you're playing in Indian conditions and you bowl 30 overs and you give 90 runs taking two wickets, I'm sorry, but that's not that you're not doing a very good job. You're not you're not holding up one end and neither are you um getting the crucial wickets. Whereas someone like Anashwin, on the other hand, he's bowled 42 overs at an economy of 1.9. So he's holding up one end. And well, he's got he's gotten well some of the main batsmen out. He's gotten um, William out, who was on, like, a huge score. Jameson, who was who had batted seventy-five balls, and like you, you see, wickets coming from that angle. Thoughts?
2: Yeah, you look at the, the bulk of the wickets. Obviously, for India, if you look at uh, New Zealand's uh, uh, first innings, nine of the ten wickets uh, came from spinners. Right, you had Ashwin with three, and Aksar Patel with the the great Pfeiffer. And uh, in New Zealand's uh, second innings as well, uh, Jaddu took four and uh, Ashwin took three. So I, I mean, on the surface, if you look at it, uh, I they didn't do particularly badly. I don't think. I don't think Ajaz uh, Ravindra, or uh, Somerville were bowling particularly bad lines as you said. Uh, but uh, I feel like they just weren't able to do anything much with the ball. They weren't able to go further. They were able to bowl decently. Uh, like they weren't giving away too many runs. Some were slightly expensive at times, but they weren't giving away too many runs. Uh, they weren't bowling like awful lines and lengths. They were just bowling incredibly average. And it seems okay on the surface, but if you compare it to what the Indian spinners did, which was fantastic, the Indian spinners were obviously the the reason why probably India won with regards to, on the bowling front. Obviously, it was they were the uh, reason for India's uh, victory. So uh, yeah, I, I think it's it's disappointing, but it's. It, it, I don't think they bowled particularly badly. It was just disappointing, considering we know what the what the spinners could have done.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I was disappointed with New Zealand's spin attack. I mean, Will Somerville, uh, he was pretty much useless. He wasn't really attacking. He was just there, and like sometimes it works if you have a, if you have someone holding up one end, but like on the other end, no one was attacking. Like uh, Rathan Ravindra, I thought. Uh, like looked really looked really good for some spells uh, he, he has some real talent in him but like ajaz patel i mean he's the lead spinner and and he barely does everything he looked all over the place i mean what a joke um speaking of which he got a 10 for in the next match um so guys um do you think ajaz patel will be uh, for new zealand what anil kumble was like for us Do you think he'll get 600 wickets do you think he'll captain new zealand you think he'll like break his jaw and still bowl? Do you think he'll come back 20 years later and and coach them and and then get kicked out by uh, by a captain? Um, do you think that is the path Ajaz Patel is set on now?
0: I think he's gonna get dropped in the next test. Um, he's not he's not even a joke. That's probably what's gonna happen. First of all, Ajaz Patel's 10 for people look at him and like, oh ho, oh, what a good bowler! Oh my god, he's such a good job. I'm not saying he I'm not saying he didn't bowl well. He bowled fairly well and he well he, he he deserved the wickets that he got, right? But the thing is, um he got 10 wickets. He got 10 wickets because no one else was able to do Jack, right? It, first of all, it wasn't it wasn't much of a pacer's pitch, like it just wasn't, and it's understandable why Saudi and Jameson couldn't do what they did like previously. That, that, that's like all okay. Um, but, like, even though you would still expect a wicket from Saudi, right? He's pulled 22 overs. Like, you'd expect something even on, like, a Indian track. But he got those wickets because the trio of Somerville, Ravindra, and Daryl Mitchell couldn't do anything. Like, Daryl Mitchell was just born as time passed. But Somerville, Somerville 19 overs, 80 runs at a 4.2 economy rate on a track that's spinning and bouncing in kid. Like, what are you doing with your life?
2: Oh, right? no, no. No, no. Like, I love it, okay?
0: You can't. No, 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 no. no,
2: no. No, no. It's It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fair point that uh, the other bowlers weren't able to do anything. But if you look at, if you look at uh, how cricket works, it's not about uh, on an absolute scale. If they could change their entire bowling lineup, they could maybe do that. Uh, That doesn't really happen. You take in they're they're definitely not going to remove the one bowler who bowled well for them last game. That's just not going to happen. Even if you say that he only stood out because everyone else is doing awfully okay even if you think that his wickets weren't well deserved on like a practical standpoint there's there's not a there's not a chance at all. there's a zero there's a negative chance that that he's dropped i'm telling you now unless there's some sort of injury something he's not dropped no chance no the
0: you know that, like, I, like the points yeah, that i was I, building I on was saying, the points the, the the points that i was building on weren't points justifying him being dropped or something like that i'm just saying like okay. he may have he may have gotten 10 wickets but he got those 10 wickets because no one else did anything. It's not degrading no, his 10 enough. wickets. But like, William will bowl like an absolute trash bag. I, I, I don't know how he managed to do that. But the, the, that, that is what happened, right? And it's not like... It's not like he got 10 wickets like he was able to control the entire Indian innings. India still managed to hit 325 on a difficult, difficult track. And that was because of one man, Mayank Agarwal. And who had support from... Oh, Aksar Patel. Yeah, we saw Aksar Patel's batting... Um, well prowess. That, that was fun to see but like yeah it is it is that it is that way and it is how it is like that's that's the cool thing and if you see about ajaz playing the next test um the next test they play is against bangladesh in um well in new zealand so i mean they might they might just go um with, with their four quicks and um a stacked back lineup you never know that's how it works ajaz isn't a Particular. He's
1: just like a time pass person. That's uh, New Zealand don't need spinners yeah, when like, they play. Uh, like, I half agree with Oman and I, and I like kind of agree with Durgan as well. I mean, if, if you look at Ajax uh, Patel's record in uh, New Zealand, he's bowled like 40 odd overs and he hasn't taken a single wicket yet. So, the chances of him playing, I think, are pretty high. Like, they're just going to like reward him for his stand-for. But the chances of him doing well, I think, on the other hand, uh, are pretty low. And like that's not really his fault. I mean, he, no one really does well uh, in spin in New Zealand. It's like the second highest uh, bowling average for spin. It's like for almost forty-two um, for for a host country. Um, but I mean, if you look at Ajaz's ten for, like, see for example, if Ashwin took ten, like even if the other bowlers were shit, it doesn't like make Ashwin's performance any any, like, worse. Like, Ashwin was still good. It's just that everyone else was shit. Like, so Ajaz Patel, like, still bowled really well. And if you actually look at his wickets, I think 8 out of the 10 were, like, proper wicket-taking deliveries. Only two of them were, uh were, like, not wicket-taking deliveries, but but the batsman's fault. So I think Ajaz Patel bowled really well. Like, e- even if you look at Kumbhle's, uh 10-wicket haul, when he was on 9, the uh, i don't remember who the other bowler was but there was a slog sweep from the from the tailender batsman and india like purposely dropped a catch so that anil kumble could get 10 so i mean like you can't fully expect like like if there's a bowling unit that's like completely fine it's next to impossible to get 10 anyway so like once someone gets 10 it, it, it just means they're a class above the rest
0: I mean, Asia's pretty less in the class above anyone, according to me, in that boring lineup, other than, like, William Somerville. Ravindra and Mitchell are part-timers, but, like, still. I mean, anyway, Among, like... the,
2: among the spinners, he definitely is. And in these conditions, at least, he yeah, that's clearly so was, because the, nobody I mean, else was able to do anything.
1: On the better than everyone else. Yeah, and I mean, Saudi did. did, like... Saudi had some really good spells, um, and, like, unfortunately, he didn't get a wicket. Jameson had, like, one good spell. No, but, like... like we, Jameson we, did
0: not look that we good. We know that... We know that Saudi was dead. Everyone knows that Saudi was dead. He's played cricket non-stop for like a long time, and we all know that Saudi was dead. And I mean, I think Jameson was just picked here to be rewarded for his like six wickets in the last last test. But whereas like he should not have been picked and Neil Wagner should have played. This is a Neil Wagner kind of pitch. This was a pitch where Neil Wagner could have done something with the like he could have just banged it and shot continuously, Troubled Pujara, troubled anyone. But well, they didn't play Neil Wagner. I mean in, in in my opinion, they should have paid Mitchell Santner too, but like they persisted and well, 62 all out is the batting result of whatever they went with. Um,
1: yeah, I so... mean like if you look at the selection things, I mean, they couldn't really drop Ravindra because he saved that test match. They didn't want to drop Somerville because he was also a big part in, in why they drew that test match. Um Ajaz Patel is their best spinner. Um and obviously Saudi and Jameson bowled really well. So like obviously they should have had Neil Wagner and or and like you can make a case for Mitchell Satner too. But like who do you drop? I mean obviously uh Kane Williamson was left out of the match, he got an injury and I I mean now it's being reported that like it's a very serious injury, he could be out for the whole summer. So that's a big blow to them. But I mean they they obviously got in Darren Mitchell. Who actually impressed me at number three? I didn't think that uh, he would be up for the job, but but he was pretty solid. But obviously, it wasn't like New Zealand and England uh, conditions with the new ball.
0: I mean, talking about the Kiwi batsman, this every time you talk about the Kiwi batsman in this test, there's only one name that comes to my mind, and that's Ross Taylor. I mean, the first innings wasn't his fault. He got, I mean, that ball by Siraj was just beautiful, and Siraj's execution in that four over burst of spell was beautiful. but in the second innings, I I, 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 don't know
1: what he was doing. Like, he dude, that was the most bizarre innings I've seen in my life. Like, I don't do
0: what the. <laughs> I, 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 mean, like, see, I can understand if you try to draw this test match, like, but like there was no point in drawing. So I mean, just like get yourself in or like get yourself some balls, play some balls, like, just do something. Do what Henry Nichols did. 44 from 111. Like, he, he did something. He got in. He got an eye for the ball. He got experience. Whatever. But Ross Taylor there, it, it, it was a comedy watching Ross Taylor's innings. He was... It was just... I don't know what he was doing. It, it was pain.
1: Okay, guys. So, do you think... Do you think Ross Taylor's done? I mean, I mean obviously not now. But do you think like the home series that New Zealand's going to have uh, over the summer uh, at home will be like a sort of very well, think for Australia.
0: I mean, uh, New he, Zealand's middle order is very fragile. They don't have any batsmen that. The New Zealand's mid, uh, middle order is their weak point. And well, now that like BJ Watling has gone down the order, Tom Blundell isn't looking too great for them, I don't think it's time to say bye to Australia just yet. Just as. Yeah, like. they're
2: like, there's, there's, a, it's, see, it's different for uh, teams like India. When you have a, in India, if you have an older player who's like going out of form, uh, you can consider those kind of prospects because there are a lot of people in the in the waiting, like in the dressing room or, or, like, or in the domestic circuit who are waiting their chance. <laughs> New Zealand doesn't really have... If Ross Taylor went away, that that just leaves a, leaves a vacuum. Uh, there, there's nobody uh, who I can think of who's like really... Uh... Dude, dude, dude. There's Devin Conway. And
1: like, obviously, Devin Conway started his test career opening for them. But you got to remember, domestically, he plays in the middle order.
0: See, that's the, the point is that Ross Taylor brings a lot to the side that a Devon Conway cannot bring, um, like at all. Like, if you remove Ajinkya Rahane and get Shreya Sayarin, you're still getting um leadership skills, immense maturity, you're still getting um, like a proper replacement. But taking out Ross Taylor from a side that has um, Will Young, Daryl Mitchell, Tom Blundell. Um, Rachid Ravindra, all these guys you're, you're, it's like you're losing uh pillars of leadership and pillars of well yeah yeah you're and you're losing and, pillars
2: yeah and it, it's i feel like it'll be it'll be completely different uh with regards to the other players right you i think Rayan mentioned that Williamson could be out all summer if you already have Williamson out all summer and that uh, creates a vastly more uh, less, uh, I wouldn't want to say experienced, but uh, less mature, uh, mature side. And as you said, you have. Sorry.
1: Shit, batting lineup.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, like, and not only that, it's just uh, the experience that Ross Taylor brings. Uh, in in the absence of someone like a Williamson, who's let's be he's like the he's a rock of the new of uh, New Zealand's batting. Losing both of them. Uh, and obviously Williamson will come back, but uh, even temporarily, while Williamson's gone, r- losing Ross Taylor as well, I think it'll. It I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. I think they'll keep him in the team, even if he doesn't really perform. Just maybe for the experience, just for just for the, yeah, maybe not particularly because of his form off late, which has obviously not been great.
0: I mean, uh, there's a reason. There's a reason why they should keep Ross Taylor, and they will keep Ross Taylor. Um, at least for a while. I mean, we we saw what happens when you remove pillars from your team and you put in newbies um, up to the task, even if they've been tested a bit. And South Africa is a pure, pure, pure example of that. You, you're you removing pillars when they can get the job done. I know Ross Taylor hasn't performed as well as someone like a Faf Duplessis, but you're removing the pillars of Faf Duplessis, Chris Morris, everybody... And you're getting in new players like uh, who have performed a bit, like just just like an example, say Aidan Markram, or getting in uh, someone like a Temba Mahuma, who have performed a bit. But when you once you remove those pillars, you become a oh, you become a different um, side. Um, so it's just it's just how it is, and it's just how it is basically like a collapse to the side because. If you don't have the proper backing in the domestic circuit, then you don't get anywhere.
1: Right, but I mean, what does South Africa exist for? They don't really exist to make good players for their own country. They just lend out good players like Devin Conway and uh and Neil Wagner, which oh, uh, who do play for New Zealand right now?
0: Oh yeah, and half of England is South Africa, also. Just a thought um for Mata. Yeah, Pretty
1: So, so since we've started talking about like future series and stuff, uh, how how do you think the world test championship uh, situation looks for India at the moment and assuming you guys think like I do that India will take one of those top two spots, what do you think the situation looks for the second spot uh, for the final. See, I mean it's it's uh,
0: the draw. The India's draw with New Zealand is a huge setback. Like it, it, it's a it's a it's a massive setback for us, and it should never have. Ha- we should have never allow that to happen. We we sh- that, that we should have won that test. I mean, like it's okay. Yeah, what's done is done. But like um, we, we, we I will assume that India has a top spot. I think there are quite a few contenders for the other spots. Um, I do not think New Zealand is a contender. They're playing. Uh, they're playing tough teams away. Like they're gonna win at home, but uh, I don't think um, New Zealand will be a contender for the top two spot. I think uh, uh, England doesn't. Have, England is going to be on zero points in the way that um, overrate is going right now. So they've already been fined hundred uh, percent of their match fee, and they've been docked. I think five points, um, which brings them a ninth nine from fourteen. So. It's it's between Australia and Pakistan. I think both can make it there, and they have a shot.
2: I think yeah, I think I... it's gonna be Australia. Like I don't I don't think it's I I I don't think it's gonna be Pakistan. Like looking at I mean, England isn't looking very good, but also Australia is looking. I mean I I think we'll like get into the Ashes in a different episode. But yeah, I think it's between Pakistan Australia. But I think I think I think Australia. Uh, has it right now i'm not sure pakistan uh will do or will compete on non-subcontinental pitches like in the slightest subcontinent becomes a lot more interesting
1: yeah so i mean looking at the table uh, sri lanka are shit uh west indies are shit england are shit bangladesh are shit um pakistan is shit but if you look at like their upcoming schedules all the three of their away tours are in subcontinent conditions and mm-hmm. i mean one of the in west indies but like i said western Indies shit um yeah and their three home tours are um australia um australia new zealand and england so so they've actually got this schedule like really worked out working out for them and if you and i i think new zealand has a minimal chance of qualifying um but it's between mainly Australia and Pakistan, but I think what it all depends on is those uh, away like home series for Pakistan. So depending on how Australia does in Pakistan and I, to some extent how New Zealand does in Pakistan, uh, I, I think like that's where the second spot will be decided because those pros are crucial. Um, Like Pakistan don't under underestimate them in home conditions. They can be quite a tough team and I mean, let's be fair, this Australian side is a good side, they're not a great side, and they're a good side at home, they're an okay side it. So, Pakistan will be fancying their chances, but uh, but I'm going to back Australia.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. going to yeah. back Australia. We've seen, we've seen one Australian team till now, and that's the Australian team at the Gabba, right? And we've not seen them play anywhere else, and um, as far as quality spinners go... It's Nathan Lyon and then uh, Vast Void. Um, as far as quality pacers go, they have many. But to survive in Pakistan, um, they have to like go up against Yasser Shah. You know, there's a common misconception actually. Pakistan's
1: uh, pace uh, bowling average is lower than their spin bowling no, average. I, I know,
0: I know. But Pakistan's spinners are better than uh, Australia's spinners. And that's just a fact. I mean... Yeah, yeah.
2: Australia has one. Australia has one good spinner, or at the moment, like like one main.
0: Yeah, but Pakistan's is Yasir Shah, and just generally, I think the the impact that they both will have against each other's side, Yasir Shah will create more indoors into the Australian side than Nathan Lyon will do into the Pakistan. Particularly
2: in Pakistan, particularly in yeah,
0: obviously, obviously in Pakistan, yeah, of course.
2: Yeah, and Rehan mentioned like New Zealand. I I don't think New Zealand. I don't think uh, Australia and versus Pakistan is a a good shout for the second spot. New Zealand is not coming, bro. Look at, uh, particularly if if, uh, what you said is true about Williamson out until uh, uh, for like the next few months, until the end of summer or something. You said,
1: so I mean, is is it really a big worry?
0: No, see, the thing about New Zealand is they got into the World Test Championship to up two spots last year by winning all their home games. That, that's Dude, they got, got lucky in. with COVID.
2: They got lucky with the COVID situation.
1: No, no. You got to keep in mind, technically, Australia actually is second. I mean, technically, they're not, but Australia second. Technically, New Zealand came second because Australia got uh, two points docked. Yeah, yeah they got away. the, yeah, so yeah, they got the, they got if the dock points. Get those two points dropped, their percentage would be yeah, higher than But New still, what, now,
0: New Zealand what, got a lot of things going their way. Yeah, whatever the reason was, New Zealand did not deserve to be in that World Test Championship final um and well and yet they, they won they won it but that, that's also, fine they, they are pretty the but...
1: one thing that i think goes against australia getting into the top two is you got to remember they're coming to india um next winter and i mean that's going to be 4-0 i can't be asked to uh, take any other result we're winning 4-0 and that will be a big blow to the australians fans
0: you know again it all goes down to this england australia and new zealand do not have quality spinners. Nathan Lyon isn't going to do anything on his own against India. Like, it's just… I mean, come on,
1: like, Australia does have one quality spinner. Like, like, let's give them that.
0: Yeah, sure. They have one quality spinner. But games in India aren't won by having one quality spinner. No one has won in India by having one quality spinner. And that's just the fact of it. Even India played three quality spinners to get um, sides out and… The, the, that, that's how that's how they're getting sides are for 62 that's how they getting sides are for for 160 i mean
1: at this point at this point you can't uh, you can't win in india by like having better spinners than them you have to outbat india and even if you look at it from that perspective they don't really have a good batting lineup i mean labushin hasn't really been tested in subcontinent conditions that much i mean he played in the uae for his debut series uh, and he didn't do well, but now he's a different player. Let's see. Uh, uh, Smith is Smith. He's good. Um, but like other than that, we don't really know how how they're gonna hold up. So, I like mean, to win in India, you need to uh, you need to out-bat us, basically.
0: Yeah, to out uh to batters you need to have better spinners than us, right? Because in the end, it all comes down to the spin. How good your the quality of your spin is while playing on Indian pitches, and I don't think that that's gonna uh, I don't think many people to be able to do that. The thing that differentiates India from the top, well, from the big four is that they have both quality spinners and quality seamers so they can play anywhere in the world. And their batters cope up with that, right? Um, But no other side in the world has a good amount of both, which is why India has been the best for the last five years. If you see the amount of pacers they have, they have they have at least seven, eight pacers Always there, who can step up and perform right now that we have seen. We have seen in Australia also, and um, I don't think there's a lack of spinners in India. There never was, there never will be. Um, from Chandrasekhar to Ashwin, now there never, there never be a lack. But there is a lack that other countries have, and it will be exploited also, in a tournament format.
2: Yeah. Also, going back to an earlier point, I know we kind of moved on, but uh, I don't. I, I was kind of. I think we overstated the, or at least I did. The impact that Williamson's loss would have on like the WTC standings, because if you look at if you look at the schedule, uh, the next two series, um, okay, let's be real, I I don't think even with uh, Williamson, New Zealand win a game in India, okay. Uh, either way, the next the next series are against Bangladesh and South Africa, yeah. Uh, they beat Bangladesh and South Africa no matter what I think. Uh, and then and then but then you go to Like later on by 2022 if New Zealand is able to sort out their middle order batting I think they're pretty solid Uh, when they when they play teams like uh, England, I still think they'll probably lose to England. uh, If England can kind of sort out their opening batting, but if you if you look at New Zealand, you have a New Zealand with Williamson uh considering new zealand's uh, like fantastic uh pace contingent obviously maybe they'll get they'll have some change in the spinning department even though i don't think that'll be like truly necessary look
0: 2022, I think, I think it's going a... to be it's going to be very different there's no point discussing it now. like the, the, everything is going to be completely different than what it is now like yes yeah, yeah. So it, my point probably, is it'll probably be an my India point is a, or something yeah like, my point
2: so. yeah but my point is new zealand's woes now in terms of middle order and lack of williamson it, it won't it won't be a factor in the C. Really and yeah.
1: And like speaking about like obviously uh Oh mentioned how we're like India is basically covered in all departments because we have a great batting lineup, uh, we have good backups uh for every position in our lineup, um we have a great pace lineup and we have a great spin con- uh contingent. Um so like going uh on that stream of topic, um what do you guys make of the squad that we are uh, taking to South Africa?
0: I mean, Jayant Yadav gets a chance somewhere in there. So, I mean, I guess that's like a good thing, but they're going to play Ashwin. Um, I, I I think it's a fair squad. There's nothing wrong in it. Uh, Rahane dropped his vice captain. I mean, we saw that coming. He's averaged like 30. Um, Being a our main batsman, become vice captain. Um, I think the squad was fairly predictable and there aren't like out of the blue, exclusions or additions in it. Um, I think it's a straightforward thing, and I think they've done the uh, they've done the right thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, I would have liked to see like maybe someone like a Prasad Krishna, uh, who's been touring with them for like well, over six months now, um, and not got an opportunity to at least get into the squad. But I mean, to be fair, he probably. Wouldn't have gotten uh, much game time anyway. Um, Vivin, uh, what do you make of the squad, and what do you think our chances are uh, for completing the final frontier, as uh, Steve Waugh used to say? Uh,
2: no, I think we, we we I don't think there's a doubt that we beat South Africa. Um, the, the, with regard to the squad, I think like I said, it's it's pretty basic. Uh, I I don't really I didn't I don't think anyone really expected much. Different, maybe a few things here and there. Obviously, as as we mentioned, it's good that uh, a is here, but we knew he would he would probably be coming uh, to South Africa, so that's that's a positive. Hopefully, he'll get some uh, good game time. And as always, I'm happy to see uh, Saha in the team. I know that a lot of people think he's a bit useless, cause yeah, he is he is uh, quite inconsistent, but uh, always good to see him in. And he had a decent innings. Uh, I think it was game uh, game one. He had like a, he scored about 60. And obviously completely different conditions, not even comparable, but it's, it's good to see, hopefully he gets on some sort of a role. But apart from that, I don't, I don't think there's anything different. Uh, the bowling looks, the bowling looks decent. Uh, Umesh Yadav, Shadul Thakur, Siraj, Shami, uh, Jayant Yadav, as you mentioned, and Ishant. So, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a pretty, pretty, uh, nothing interesting, nothing, nothing like out of the, out of the blue, like Om said. Yeah, so, um.
1: Like, like, just to wrap things up on this run, I have some uh, some questions, some predictions I'd like you all to make. So, um, so, okay, so let's go with the first one. Do you guys think that Rahane will start in the 11, whom um, you go
0: first. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think they'll play um, four bowlers at the 1st Test at Centurion. And I think both Rahane and Vihari will play.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah, no, I, I, I think I think they'll they'll play Rahane. Uh when Rahane seemingly inevitably fails, or they'll uh, he's probably gonna gonna get the axe a bit soon. But yeah, I think I think they'll 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 start off with Rahane. They'll try to they won't try to drop Rahane in the first game or anything like that. No.
1: Right, second question. Uh who's opening with uh, the newly appointed vice captain who uh Mayanka Agarwal or KL Rahal? Assuming both are
0: fully fit. I mean, I think it has to be uh, K.L. Dahul. They'll stick with that. They, that work. Mayank has just had one innings. I don't think he trumps K.L. Dahul in that aspect. I think Indian cricket is shifting to a different, uh, to different type of people they want in their team and a different type of leadership group they want. And I think K.L. Dahul is a part of that. So, along with Rohan Sharma, I think they will make K.L. Dahul play no matter what
2: um i don't i don't think i i don't necessarily agree i think it depends on how obviously like we're talking about different completely different conditions but i don't think we're. i don't think it's as straightforward as just uh Rahul. if i think if mayank continues on the form he's on they wouldn't want to really uh i don't think india would want to break that up so i would i would think india would play uh mayank agarwal if he uh, the fact is that on.
0: the fact is that there is no way for him to continue with his current form, for the Indian selectors to see because he's not playing, so.
2: Oh, me who forgot that. Either way, yeah. No, I know. Okay, fine. I yeah, I'll I'll back my I'll back my at least the first match I'll back him to open.
1: Okay, so uh, another one. Um, wait. Okay, so considering Jadeja's injured and he's he's not gonna play uh, the test series, do you think that India will stick to their like uh, their recent Five bowler attack, or do you think they'll go back to the standard four bowler attack? Because personally, without Jadeja, I don't think how a five bowler a five bowler attack would be feasible.
0: That's, it's what I said, right? Because I said that they'll play Rahani and they'll play um four bowlers, so that that's what they will do. And well, Vihari is your fifth option, and Rohit Sharma is your sixth, I guess, unless Kohli fancies himself, which I think he does, but still.
2: <laughs> um wait what is your question can I, say I i don't remember
1: so like you know recently india has been going in with five bowlers um yeah so yeah pick with five or they'll go to like the standard test bowling norm which has been four bowlers for for many years
2: oh okay uh yeah for the first game they'll, they'll just go i think they'll go four bowlers with and then the all-rounders i don't think they'll go five uh five bowlers
1: oh yeah um so one of the final questions, do you think century number 71 is on the way?
0: I mean, last time in South Africa, it was only centuries, but he's not playing ODI cricket this time. Um, and with car- with the current South African bowling lineup, no, I don't think so.
2: We can only really hope uh at this, uh, you know. It's, it's difficult to make a prediction and uh, separate it from what you want. Uh, but yeah, I mean, based on, based on logic, uh, reasoning, no, but, uh, just cause, just cause I, just cause I want it to happen. I'm, I'm going to back the man. I'm going to back the man. So yeah, I'll say, I'll say, okay, I'll so say that no was going to be
1: my last one. But like Om said something, which I found really interesting. Um, what do you guys make of South Africa's bowling? Because like, when I looked down at the sheet. I mean, there's Notke, there's Ravada, there's Engidi, there's uh, another option uh, in the form of all rounders like Pretorius. I mean, I think it's a very solid uh, lineup. Uh, obviously, you have Maharaj in there, uh, you have Dean Elgar who can bowl. But, like, what do you guys make of South Africa's bowling lineup? I Personally, don't, I think it's pretty solid.
0: I don't think the bowling lineup was ever a problem, right? You lost Dale Stain, you found Andre Nortia, you lost. I don't know, Um, one in Philander, you found uh, Engiri, you found Rabada, you found whoever you lost, you got players for them and the the bowling took care of itself and now they've got uh, Tuan Oliver back, they've got good options, I think. Um, I mean, uh, one second, Uh, what I'm saying is that um, what I'm saying is that their bowling isn't what's bringing them down, it's their batting, Is the inconsistency in their batting, it's the incapability of their batting to score runs after they've lost. Uh, Graham Smith, uh, they've lost Hashim Amla, Mark Woucher, de Villiers, Fav Plessis. They've lost all those guys and they've gotten people like Temba Bouma to captain for them who have not done them, who have not done a good job. So, I mean, it, it was never an issue with their bowling. Their bowling has always been good, it just hasn't been backed by the batting.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, I think the main, the main two are Nortje and Rabada, obviously the ex-Capitals boys. Um, And yeah, also Marco Janssen uh, looks uh, really interesting. I I like the, I like the mandem. Uh, That's not, that's not even how you use it. I like the man. Uh, Yeah, so particularly on the, on the pace front. Uh, South Africa looks solid, and then they have like decent, like a decent spinner and Keshav Maharaj, like a like a good spinner. So yeah, I don't, I don't think uh, that was that was ever in question. I think South Africa is a very good. Uh, I think South Africa is a very very strong uh, bowling unit. I I have nothing else to say. I think Oum pretty much said it all.
1: Yeah. So uh, I mean, we were just talking about Kohli, and I mean, it's it, it's hard to get around this topic. So so the man was just chilling one day. Um, going up towards his uh, his anniversary his wedding anniversary probably with his wife and he just opens his phone uh, opens up twitter sees like a thousand uh, hundreds of thousands of uh, pings and um he finds out that he's been dropped as the odi captain um how, how, how do you look at i mean first of all what do you think of this decision to drop kohli and how do you think uh, the bcci handled it
2: Okay, firstly uh, okay we'll, we'll get into the decision but how they how they how they uh, how Kohli found out through a tweet that is poor man that's that's outrageous that's 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 insanely disrespectful uh, to, to let it be known in like a like a, like a section of a tweet instead of actually telling him uh, directly uh, their reasoning for the whole two, they don't want two uh, separate uh, white ball captains was interesting the, I don't think it's uh, like a particular particularly solid. Um, but yeah, I think we can all unanimously agree um, the way they did was was awful. That's not how you treat. Um, that's not how you treat uh, Virat Kohli. But uh, yeah, with regards to the actual decision, I don't, I don't, I don't see why it was necessary uh, at this point. Um, and the argument they gave, the argument they gave, was not really solid in any form. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see the point in the decision.
0: Everyone knows that the BCCI is just doing time pass, giving the no to a wide bar captain thing because they have the same thing in women's cricket. And I know it might not be the same because men's cricket makes more money and what whatnot. It's, it's, it's the most bullshit and ever. A format of cricket is a format of cricket and it's not defined by the colour of a ball, right? And if you can have one captain for two formats and one captain for the other format, then you can do it either way. And Virat Kohli hasn't been a bad ODIA captain at all. Um, 70% win record isn't like, is it a joke? Not, no one, like not many people have done it. No Indian captain themselves have done it, like who played like a who captain for a lot of tests. So the decision was a terrible one. The one thing I will say, though, is that they won't live to regret it. With the current Indian team, they won't live to regret the decision. I don't think um, the current Indian team is one that loses a lot, but Virat Kohli is the captain of this team. Virat Kohli is... Virat Kohli made the team what it is and he deserved to carry it until the 2023 World Cup because well, it's his team. It's the environment that he has created along with Ravi Shastri. It's not the environment that Rohit Sharma has created. The environment that Rohit Sharma has created would would have been 10 times different if he was given the captaincy all the way back in 2014 or whenever, right? But the environment and the atmosphere that Kohli has created uh, hasn't it's not there anywhere else. Like if you see the Australian dressing room, the Kiwi dressing room, or the English dressing room, there is this mentality that Kohli has instilled into Indian cricket is not there anywhere else. And it's the winning mentality that, that that's what led them to win the Bordekawaska trophy and whatnot. They might have choked or they might have lost in the IC, ICC trophy finals, but they have been the best team over the last five, six years and whatnot. And Virat Kohli deserved that captaincy, um, the, the captaincy role. Not seeing a Dorsham as a bad captain, it's just that if Kohli is there, Rohit so is not there. And it's all a political thing. I think as long as Jay Shah is the secretary of the BCCI, it will always remain a political thing um, with Indian cricket.
1: Yeah, I mean, okay, so, okay, so obviously it's a shame that Kohli has been handled this way. Do I think that the, like, the decision to actually Remove Kohli as captaincy will affect anything? No, uh, I think Rohit Sharma is perfectly fine captain, and we'll do p- perfectly well under him. And we have um, like probably the exact same percentage of winning the twenty twenty three World Cup under Rohit Sharma. Um, but I mean, just the way it was handled, the selection committee didn't provide a reason behind the decision until like way later. Uh, like we didn't know what the management or the BCCI selectors really even want. There's no clarification, no transparency at all. Like it's just a pity how this has happened. Virat Kohli has been a successful Odia captain. Um, Now, I don't think we'll suffer under Roachama, but was there like any reason to even drop a Virat Kohli as captain? No, there was not. I mean, see, we've been criticized for playing Odia cricket in the T20 format. So to rectify that, why don't you just look at them as separate formats? Like don't bundle white ball together. Look at it as se- as separate formats. Um, the the women's team does it, and they've they've been successful. They just won, uh, an ODI match, in South in Australia, breaking Australia's like twenty two match streak. Um, like there's no reason behind it. Um, it it's just internal politics. Um, and, and it's just a shame how this has happened because Virat Kohli is one of our greatest captains, one of our greatest players, and like he should have been treated better. There was no Thank you post. Uh, there, there was no press conference, which there should be something for uh, an announcement as, as big as this. And like, it, it just it just puts like a sour taste in your mouth. And like, you know, like when India walk onto the field playing the first ODI match uh, in South Africa, it's going to be a bit weird. Um, like if it was actually handled properly and like if Kohli himself like made it openly clear that uh he wa- he dropped uh himself from the captaincy and all and he was walking with them onto the field in south africa then i don't think it would have felt weird but like just the way that this is all transpired it's gonna be it's gonna be a weird odia series in south africa uh just from a a, a viewpoint and uh it, i don't know it just puts a bad taste in everyone's... Uh, no, it,
0: it, it also shows that IPL runs cricket. And IPL has been running cricket. Um, It, it basically runs in, in cricket now. The people who get into sides, the people who are made... given leadership positions, etc. etc. It's all decided by IPL. And Rohit Sharma has given captaincy because of his five IPL trophies. Even though he's like done well or whatnot. Whatever. He's He's mainly... Boosted up to this level by the public and by the BCCI, or by Ambani and Amit Shah and Jai Shah's politics, um, because of his IPL um, cabinet that he has, and the lack of an IPL cabinet that um I mean, Kohli has. If, yeah.
1: If you look at the Indian uh, team right now, I mean, even if uh, he didn't have like five IPL trophies, Rohit is naturally going to be the next uh, next leader. But like, I mean, I, I, not I necessarily keeping... because.
0: Rohit, will retire before Virat. I mean, if if this decision was taken like one or two years later, there is no way Rohit Sharma would be captain because he's too old. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yes. I was, they, I
1: was, I was getting to my, I was getting to this point where I I fully agree with you. It was it's like Indian cricket is run by the IPL and it's run by like the public and the BCCI's like like desire and like sort of obsession. With getting an an, getting an ICC trophy, I mean, if you look at it, Kohli's captain basically two ICC uh, limited overs trophies. I mean, the Champions Trophy in 2017 was there, but that was basically Dhoni's team, and Kohli was just walking out to do the toss. Um, so he's and he's done well in the 2019 ODI World Cup. We were effectively the best team in that tournament. We had one bad game against New Zealand, where like. Like, let's be honest many things didn't go away. uh go away because i mean obviously there was the rain and the second day thing um but like we had one bad day in the odi format and like our obsession and the bcc has obsession with like getting an icc trophy is is sort of um how do i say this like off-putting because you don't just win a trophy out of nowhere like years of hard work teamwork and uh Preparation go into it. You can't uh, just expect a dude to come in f- for his first ICC tournament and just win it. And if he yeah, doesn't, even even it. this
0: even the even the T20 World Cup, like it has a reasoning behind what happened. And the like what happened over there can it can be blamed on the way um, BCCI handled things. Why was the IPL played five days before start the T20 World Cup? Why it was played for money? And it's because BCC, held it there. There were statements made like across the coaching staff that the players were fatigued, the players were tired, the players were, um, it was not a good mental, sp- I mean, you can expect that it was not a good mental space for them to be in. Like people from there had just come out of losing a final or people had just come out of being um, on the road for three months back to back with the England series and now the IPL and now again, the World Cup. It's, It's well, it's if they if they just perhaps maybe perhaps IPL is not there, you know. Rohit Sharma, KL Rahul would have come out all guns blazing um, against Pakistan, against New Zealand, and it would have been a different case. So it's not the captain's fault at all. It's the captain has just the captain just done everything possible, but also also
2: like one more yeah yeah, yeah. so sure. one more thing i wanted to just say okay from from a bit earlier um i get i wouldn't be so quick to dismiss like i i understand your points about like how the bcci won't live uh, to see uh, it like the decision backfire because rohit won't be a particularly bad captain and i agree with that but i feel like the 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 styles are are very different between the two and so first of all the way they handled it as you said like it'll it'll be incredibly awkward. Uh, there'll be like a lot of unnecessary tension in the dressing room through no fault of the actual players, but because of the BCCI, um, or through less fault of the actual players, I should say. But one more thing is that the the aggressiveness that Kohli brings uh, to the Indian team is like unparalleled. Okay, and I'm not saying that it's always a good thing. The styles of say an MS Dhoni and a Virat Kohli are very different. Uh, MS Dhoni is always like a as we know, right, captain cool. Uh, he's always calm under pressure. Kohli is a more fiery person, and that's how he charges up the team. It'll be completely different. It'll be a completely different mindset to, like, see India without that uh, tenacity, see how it affects the players. Um, and, and it's a massive change going, uh, like, changing, changing captains, that too, with, like, such different styles. So I wouldn't be so quick to dismiss uh, the possibility of uh, the ODI squad not being as good, not because Rohit's a bad captain, but just because he's such a different captain with regard uh, than what Kohli is, and that could be that may be negative because he's just not as aggressive, and it'll just be like incredibly yeah. awkward and yeah. It just, it yeah see, well. this
0: is this is a, this is a base point. No matter who India's captain is, India is going to do well. Even if you just go right now and decide to make Kumari other India's captain, India is still going to play well because of the caliber of players that they have. So even though the captain is the most important person in the field um a decision like this will not necessarily backfire um like it, it, it's not going to do much worse which is why the BCCI would have been so comfortable with like might have been more comfortable with taking the decision because Rohit Sharma or Kohli or um, even kr Rahul is not going to make too much of a difference no it, it...
2: It could it could negate like I don't think it'll This is the point, I don't think it'll be a change to the point that India loses South Africa. I I agree with your point if they whoever they made captain. No, they mean, it, it, there's a
0: difference, there's a difference between captaining a test side and captaining an ODI side. Captaining a test okay. side requires well, um, a different type of um decision making skill, a different type of field setting skill. Captaining test cricket is twenty-five times it's or it's like twenty-five billion times. Of yeah, it's a and It's a captaincy that not many people can master. But ODI captaincy, whether it's Rohit Sharma or Virat Kohli, it's not going to make that much of a difference because, well, the field sets aren't like um, too flexible. Like, if you're playing in the if you're playing in the power play, a pace <clears throat> bowling, you know you have third man back. You know that you might have, um, let's just say, uh, maybe a deep point, or you have a deep square area, fine. Like it, it, the the regu- the regulation fields, right? When you're playing test cricket, you need, well, you need out-of-the-box. No, nah, not really in, so, in so.
2: reference to that. Like, uh, in terms of the practicality of the on-field decisions, I don't think Ro, will be bad. Like, uh, the point... No, the, main... gonna, the,
0: the point is that he's not going to be bad. bad.
2: Yeah, he's so, not going to be bad. My yeah. point is it will be different to the point it may negatively in- impact the team. And I don't think it will impact the team too, uh, to a point of losing to South Africa. It's not going to happen. But it very well could impact the team could, it could affect tensions between the players you don't know like uh, being let down like that uh, it's half, a,
1: look half the Indian cricket team is the Mumbai Indian squad uh, I don't think <laughs> that that big of a uh, issue at and, least like uh, at least and also five, it, no 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 uh, it also
2: affects how it affects uh, look it, let's say uh, just an example okay uh, you take the Sunriser squad the, obviously the way Sunrisers let go of Warner the whole uh, we, we no, talked no, about no. it
0: Virat Kohli is not being dropped over here. Warner was dropped in no, 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 the no. and Warner was dropped in the team. Virat no, Kohli no, no, will still be. It. No, Virat Kohli will still be standing at covers every game, and Virat Kohli will no, still be that. there, riling up the crowd. It's no, just no, no. See, Warner. No, no, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. I know. No, I, I understand your point. But listen this, to my analogy. My listen to the analogy. My point is, say Warner, uh, like the the way in which uh Warner was let down, the way in which they treated Warner and handled that okay i'm not saying it's uh, obviously they just ditched warner they didn't retain him uh, they dropped him from the team completely say uh, the way they they dropped him from captaincy say they brought him back in and didn't give him captaincy treated them like the way they treated Kohli. it'll 100 percent have some sort of impact on the overall team uh, like uh, team cohesion and team spirit and and a direct impact on warner uh, it it'll be a lot harder for Warner to like come back into the team and play like nothing's happened. I think it'll be the same for Kohli. Maybe maybe it won't necessarily affect the team in terms of. I'm sure Rohit Sharma won't uh, make like a like a massive error in terms of field field placement. Okay, he's he's, he's far too good to do that. There's nothing. I'm not dispatching Rohit Sharma anyway. The thing is, when you have an incident like that, that is so that's so blatantly, uh, distasteful. Uh, From the board that's from the board that's uh, governing the cricket that's being played, and that is a direct impact on the 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 entire team dynamic that has a that'll have a mass that'll have maybe not a massive impact that will definitely have an impact on the players it will make things a lot more awkward it'll it'll uh, affect team cohesion, etc. Will it affect team cohesion to the point where uh, India is an awful side and India starts losing to Bangladesh No, but but it'll definitely have some sort of impact to have your. Captain and the the best player of probably India's player of the decade, uh, and India's like the most popular Indian player in the world uh, just dropped dropped from captaincy like that in such a in such a manner from the BCCI. You know, like I
0: don't, I don't think I don't, I don't I don't think it's going to affect the team at all. Like it's not going to make that much of a difference to the team because the players going out to play are still the same. Their roles haven't been changed. Their roles will still be the same. The role that Rishabh had under the Kohli administration, under the Kohli Shastri administration, will be the same role that Rishabh has under the Dravid, um, Rohit administration, and that's been and that's been fixed because everyone knows that's proven. They're not going to suddenly push Rishabh up at four and be like, you're doing this, or push Rishabh down to seven and be like, you're doing this. I think the captaincy change is not going to change the the side. The only the 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 thing that the captaincy change will do, however, is um, change Virat's change Virat Kohli's uh, approach to the game and while while he's batting, and um, perhaps change Rohit's Rohit Sharma's approach to the game while batting. But I don't think it's going to change team dynamics because personally I don't think it matters to I don't think it matters too much if both those if both Rohit Sharma and Virat Kohli are in the side, um, and they are going to be anyway. I don't think it matters um to someone like I uh, uh, i don't know just be bumrah who the captain is like
1: yeah it's... and like I, I agree like i think it's going to affect uh, virat kohli's batting and i think it'll, it'll affect it positively like we know how virat kohli is when he gets uh, backed up into a corner uh, he always fights back and like, like i'm going to call it now like i think the first odi he plays like he's going to get like a big score and like he he'll like we'll hear like the biggest like road he's ever given, like he he'll pump his chest, he'll he'll do that hand, uh, he'll do that gun celebration of his, and like like that'll be pointing straight at the BCCI, and, it's, it, and it'll be like a big middle finger, and uh, like he'll announce to the world that the Virat Kohli we know is back, and he'll probably go and get like thirty more hundreds in like forty matches.
0: Yeah, he will do that, but like that's the thing, it's not going to affect the team match. Is just a shit thing to do. It's just, it's a political yeah, like, and a bad thing to
1: do. Overall, like, if this actually, like, uh, actually makes Virat, like, like, if it's that, like, one push that Virat needed to actually, like, take his, like, 50s and 70s to to 100s, and, like, it actually affects them positively, then, like, like, it's still, like, I think there's a greater chance of the Indian team actually performing better now, than it did, like if Virat Kohli wasn't dropped. But that's that's the less important thing. The more important thing is that the BCCI are just shit people. Like what the hell?
0: Yeah, it's not a, it's not a good thing to do, and it's not handled well at all. And yeah, we've well, covered all the points. We're just repeating ourselves right now. So um, let's just end yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you for <laughs> listening and uh also, guys, uh, if
2: you wanna if you wanna hear Om's rants uh, rant about whatever. Go follow billion people on emotion. Or uh, what's what's the handle called?
0: At billion underscore emotion. emotion.
2: Billion yeah, underscore emotion on that. Twitter.
1: Om um, will be talking a lot, and I'll occasionally be tweeting some stuff. And yeah, uh, and whenever I tweet, Rehan will probably
2: go back and delete it. So that's nice.
0: Yes, please late Uh, <laughs> please go check out how England does not have domestic circuit, and their openers are absolute trash right yes watch the ashes and until next time
1: Oh, thank you